It's 10 p.m. on a Friday night, and it's time for the Pat Radio Show. I also want to let you know, some of the things you might hear in the next hour might be deemed offensive, profane, or objectionable by some members of the listening audience. So listening, listener discretion, as they say, is advised. Also, we won't be doing a formal back announce. So if you want to see a playlist, go to patradio.org or wcrsfm.org. I'll be posting a playlist in both of those places. Nick Schultz is the guest. He picks the bands. So stay tuned. Two lonely people, we were strangers in the night. Up to the moment when we set off first... I'm at Ace of Cups. I'm talking to Nick Schultz. And uh, it's been probably about five years, I think, since I had you on the show. Has it been that long? Has it? I think. Been at least four. We were in uh, Zombie Shark Studios the last time. Zombie Shark Studios, sadly, is dead. Uh, but same equipment, or, you know, more equipment that started with that same base stuff. It's just in a different space. Currently called the X House. Since we talked that last time, um, obviously, is that still a thing? or It's no? still a thing. Um, it is a slow-burning thing, but being as how obviously started out as me writing a bunch of songs and giving them to my friend Yana to sing and then blossomed into many different ideas. It is still that thing. I still sit and write songs and record them and give them to Yana. And, and uh, my girlfriend Jamie also sings in the band, and that's pretty much what it's down to, the three of us. But we don't really play that much. It, it hasn't ever been a concern. It just was something we could do for a while there, so we did it a lot, and we found that it wasn't our favorite thing to do. So, yeah, obviously we'll always exist, but as for how, how visible we are as a thing, we're pretty invisible right now. All right. I think we have three albums in the can, pretty yeah, much. In the, in, the, in the can, <laughs> waiting for the... Uh... For the box set. Yeah, waiting for the uh, the big wigs at Data Panic to come up with the cash to put it out. Uh, all right. Speaking of the big wigs at Data Panic, um, so is uh, let's see, the, the Loman record came out. Loman record just came out. I recorded that and it, and it came out on Data Panic. All right. So D- Data Panic is still a, is still a going thing. Then uh, anything else in the on the horizon? On the horizon for Data Panic, I don't know. Data Panic is just a thing that if anybody wants to use it and I like them, then we use it. Um, Data Panic will probably have a hand. I mean, we did a we, we did a show, we produced a show here the other day, which Low Men played and my other band, Nervosa's played, and this band from Chicago, The Cell Phones, played. They're wonderful. And so it, it exists as, you know, whenever it's needed. So it, it's another thing that probably can't ever go away. I don't know. There, there's some stuff that I'd like to do. I asked uh, Lydia Loveless if she was ever planning to release a version of her covering Blind by Kesha, which she did at ComFest last year, and she said that might be a neat idea when she has another album coming up. So I, I had told her that I would love to do that on Data Panic if she had no other outlet for it. Um, and uh, as far as the other Columbus bands that come and ask me if I can you know, record them, or, or I ask them if I can record them, I'm always happy to put those out on Data Panic if they want to, and we go halvesies, or they pay for all of it, or whatever, and we just, you know, say it's on Data Panic to make sure that, you know, it we, we're all unit. We're all united. You know?
It's a Kesha song. Does anyone like Kesha? Is anyone going to see Kesha in maybe next month? I am! Okay, well I'm gonna do a Kesha song then. I'm gonna fuck up the words, but it doesn't really matter. You mentioned nervosis. Um, how did that come to be? Was that a result of, of Ace of Cups, or does no, it go before that? I think it's pre... Well, it's not really pre-Ace of Cups. I, I, well, it, I guess it is a little bit. Nervosis are a little over a year old, and Ace of Cups is a little over a year old. But I think the, that it mainly came about because the drummer of... Well, you know, one of the people in, obviously, is I live with, Colin. And he was also the drummer for X-Whites. And X-Whites practiced at my house, and I recorded their single. And their singer, Jeff, was started going out with this girl Mickey who used to be in this band New Creases and they were writing songs together and they said something on the internet about how they needed a drummer and that went on for long enough that I just said well why don't you just come over and I don't think that either of them had really like any they didn't really know that I played drums because I hadn't been playing drums for a long time because my wrist was messed up and so they came over and we played and it just kind of clicked and they, they it's still going on in that same way they, they write songs at home or they write the music to songs at home and then they bring them over to practice and we make them into whole band songs and it, it goes from there all right awesome you've been with ace from the beginning then yeah uh when i found out that well years ago when i was working at surly girl in the kitchen and marcy was it, you know 
in, in a, a part of that going concern, as she still is, uh, she talked more. She had talked a lot about wanting to open her own neighborhood bar, and we went out to Slapsy Maxie's one night because I wanted to show her how well I think that people in the music scene, even though those are guys from a cover band and whatever, can can just can do that, can have their own neighborhood bar and just have it have it be as successful as they want it to be. Keep it at the level they want to keep it at and just have a lot of fun with it. And years went by after that, and I think she was just getting to the point where it was an idea that she had for so long that she really, really wanted to do it, and ran across this space, uh, decided to go with more of a rock club kind of thing than a, um, a neighborhood bar kind of thing, just based on the space itself. And once I heard that that was happening, I just basically... I came in and and uh, and told her that I took her, uh, you know, sound guy wanted sign out of the window, which of course was, you know, virtual, but um, and it, not in terms of the internet, it did not exist. But then I got a call a couple days later from Alex with Marcy in the background asking me to officially come in and, and uh, you know, on a trial basis, I guess. And then we did a couple of shows basically without a sound system, without a stage, and then I went out and. You know, we we picked up a bunch of stuff and put in a sound system, put in a stage, and we're we're constantly building on it, and everybody's been happy about it, and I'm having a great time doing it, and I love the space and I love the people. It's a great time. Yeah, it, it is awesome. I think I came to some of those early ones, and then I'm like, well, okay. That would be the so last it's a work in progress. Scroll and then it, played here, yeah. I think Scrawl played here like the first show, and then this will be there next time tonight. Yeah, the last time I think was oh, I was here for the fallathon. Uh, and for uh, Divine Fits, I thought, wow, this, this room sounds really good. This is like, well, I went to another club, which I won't mention that same night, and they were having severe difficulties. And yeah, it I, happens. I wanted to come back. Yeah, it happens. We want to do everything here. You know, it's, it's, we're, we're hoping, you know, the most difficult thing, I think, with a club is getting so booking agents know who you are. You know, promoters know who you are. And, you know, in the world at large, not, not in the city. We're all, I mean, we already work with Benko and Chris Wood at, at Starwood, and all, which are great friends of ours, and, do, and they put on great shows. But just to, to get on the radar, you know, and you, you look at a place like the Grog Shop, which I think we're a lot similar to size-wise and should be similar to which show-wise. And you can talk about the difference between the shows that, you know, international shows that go on in Cleveland and international shows that go on in Columbus and, and why people don't come here or whatever. But... Um, it, it certainly makes sense for people to come here. It's a it's a good scene, and I think it's just the, that the main the main hiccup is is getting people to know that we're around. You know, you look at the fact that you know somebody like you know when the last couple times I've gone to the Grog Shop, I've been for Swerve Driver and Propagandy, and those shows didn't come down here, um, and maybe because they just don't know about us yet. You know, the Grog Grog Shop is deeply entrenched. Even though they've moved locations, they've got the same people there, and they've, they've got the same name, and they've been there for years. We've been here for one year, so hopefully over the next three to five years, we really get on, on everybody's radar, and we can start bringing a lot of really, really nice, you know, shows that 300 people want to come to in Columbus, you know? Just have it have it be a really nice thing. Not have to drive up to Cleveland to see Sword Driver. Yeah, yeah. All right, um, well, let's talk music. You got, uh, I got a list stuff you want to play? Okay, why don't you talk a little bit about the cell phones, then? Cell phones were brought to our attention by my friend Eric Robertson, who is a wonderful man and does a blog called The Indie Handbook. I don't know how much time he spends on that these days. He's, just, he's launching a record label. I don't know what the name of that record label is going to be. Perhaps Indie Handbook Records. I don't know. But he's got his first record sent out to be mastered right now, and it sounds great. I just heard it for the first time the other day. We won't talk specifically about it since I don't know when it's going to come out. But uh, he was in Chicago once and happened to go out and see this band, The Cell Phones, and just loved them. And, and he's the kind of guy who will walk up and, and speak with someone in depth about, you know, what they've got going on. And so when they were looking to come here, um, the next time they had been here and played the Boneyard, I think, because um, the, the singer's mom lives here. So they, they like to come around here, of course. And... And Eric said, can you put something together for him? And we had just gotten Nervosis together. Of course, he was thinking about obviously, which is how I became friends with Eric in the first place. Um, him being a, a fan of Super Desserts and Yana also from obviously also being in Super Desserts. Um, and and he, uh, so we, we put a show together. And I think it was the third show that Nervosis had played. We played with, with cell phones because we played, maybe we played a show in Athens and then we played two shows that same night. We played with uh, F'd Up. We got to call him F'd Up, right? 
Hey, I'm actually after, I'm after 10 p.m. now, so go, go for it. <laughs> All right, we, well, we played a show with, uh, with Fucked Up at Scully's, and then we, we jaunted to Bernie's and played with the cell phones, and it was wonderful. The cell phones are insanely good. It's a three-piece um, from Chicago, drummer, bass player, singer, female singer. And the bass player is running through two rigs, so he's got like a high-end rig and a low-end rig, which he switches on and off. So sometimes it just kind of sounds like there's a guitar part. Sometimes it sounds like there's just a bass part. Sometimes both. And the the two guys, the, the bass player and the drummer, are just locked in. Just this insane math rock stuff. Almost, you know, no means no, hardcore-y, but like really nice. And then the girl's like the Rob Tyner of females. You know, it's more, it's, she's got this, you know, pretty, pretty intense like bell raise thing, which also turns into... On the recordings, it's a little reined in. She sounds more like Gretchen from the Fantods or something like that. But they are just absolutely all over the place, 100% fun. I, I, I don't know many bands that I've seen lately that are as just totally doing exactly what they want to be doing and exactly the way they want to be doing it and having an awesome time. And their records are amazing as well. They just finished their first real full length. And I don't know what they're going to do with it, but they had CDRs of it the other night and it was fantastic.
talk a little bit about um, this fest that Nervosas are playing soon. I don't even know what the date is. The internet can tell you. It's called Make Waves. Um, and there's a there's a couple there's a couple bands playing there that that I'm excited about. We're playing the same night as a, of course it's two nights. One night of it is at at uh, the Saturday that it is is at uh, Dude Locker where we just played a couple weeks ago and it was great or like a week ago. And then the Sunday night that we're playing is at Skylab, which I don't know if Skylab's hanging on. They've had some noise complaints lately. Really? Who else is around? Are there other people living around there? Yeah, I have no idea. Who's who's downtown making noise complaints? Yeah, but evidently some maybe somebody in the building and which I thought they I mean they got three floors of that building. But anyhow, we're we're going to do that and hopefully that'll be all right. But we're playing the same night as a band called Nature Boys, who I love and uh, we played with them at Villa Villa Coola, which is right down the hill from here. Nice house space. A couple months ago, they're fantastic. They're kind of like a crass dead moon hybrid. They brought a lot of dogs with them. How you tour in a van with dogs? <laughs> and a lot of dogs. So I was thinking we could play a track from Nature Boys, and uh, hopefully it'll get some people out to make waves. I'm gonna do something from uh, this this other band that we're, we're gonna play at the Legion with on the 9th of November, who are called Neon Piss. They're awesome. It's really hilarious. I found out about this band because my friend Evan, who runs the door here sometimes, is in a band called Vacation, also a band called Pretty Pretty. We should play a Pretty Pretty song as well. They're one of the like newest bands in town. It's uh, Evan and his girlfriend. They're awesome. So awesome. Just really, really on the like wonderful... Uh, I'm saying wonderful a lot. Everything's wonderful these days, Pat. <laughs> we, I, that's, a, that's a good uh, disposition to have, I think. Yeah. And uh, especially, you know, 8 o'clock at night at a bar. But uh, yeah, they they they've got the, the girl boy harmonies and the uh, and but they're they're a little they're a little I don't know more wiry than your than your run of the mill pop punk kind of stuff. So I hate to call it that. Why don't we call it punk pop? We call it punk pop instead. Um, so pretty pretty song. And then but anyway, Evan comes in here one night, just half in the bag, and makes a big deal about this band Neon Piss, who he says sound exactly like Nervosas, and he brings his iPod in. And uh, and we we're playing the record, and I, there there are some some structures there that that are similar, but I think we're coming from different places and ending up somewhere that's semi similar. But you know, I, I, they're still they're a really really good band. I'm glad he, he played them for me. Um, that that was a good night there where Evan Evan put his iPod on, went outside, came back in one his girlfriend came back in one minute later looking for a towel because Evan had smashed his head open. He comes in with his whole forehead cut open, bleeding all over his face, realizes that his iPod is still on, gets so excited that he does like seven somersaults and runs around in circles, just losing blood. It was good. It was a pretty interesting, interesting evening there. But yeah, so so Neon Piss is pretty great. And then, you know, that they're um we just had one of my one of my other favorite bands that I've heard in the past few years just played here a couple weeks ago, Merchandise. I don't know how much anybody plays Merchandise, but everybody should be playing Merchandise. They should be playing them on CD 102.5 and 90.5 and B97 or whatever WNCI, whatever stations you've got. should be playing them on uh, 107.5 and 105.7. This band is, they're, they're across the board awesome. They're really, they, they started out sounding like Prison Shake and now they sound like I don't know, New Order in a Cave or something. They're a fantastic band. They were like the coolest dudes. I was so happy to, to get them down here. It was a total fluke. They had their Otterbein show fall through on a Sunday, and we had them down here on Tuesday, and it was, it was awesome. So.
veered away from local music a That's little bit. Completely fine. Man. Um, so I, I think you know, there's a couple things I want to mention if if not get to playing. Um, and that's uh, Mickey has started playing with the new incarnation. Mickey from Nervosis has started playing with the new incarnation of uh, Ray Ray from the Whiteouts band Estee Louder with uh, Annie Lightbrown, Annie Lightbrown Wolf. And uh, she's pretty excited about that. I'm pretty excited about that. Um, of course, there is a King Con and barbecue show coming up. That's not a real local thing, but it has to do with Ace of Cups because we're pretty jazzed about that. Mark Sultan was here a couple months ago and he was awesome. And so having King Con and Barbecue here, who I haven't seen since they, since the Black Lips opened for him at Bourbon Street in another lifetime. Some friends of ours from Cincinnati, Dreams in Hell, they are fantastic. It's real like early Christian death kind of goth punk rock. Just one of the best bands that I've seen lately. They're just really, really, really good at what they do and it's a pretty cool what they do. We, we, we met some friends of ours. I don't know if everybody's heard Nightbirds by now or if everybody's annoyed with hearing about Nightbirds, but they're still kicking ass and they're about to record their second full length. Um, they'll be here in the spring, so I'm pretty excited about that. These are just other things I've heard about Ace of Cups doing. Um, I don't know if everybody's aware that uh, Jovan from uh, Gaunt and You're So Bossy and Yummy 2 Coffee Shop has just put out a solo record, which is pretty much just available very on the down low at Lost Weekend Records. Um, and it's... Wow, I hope he just keeps doing them. He did kind of a, a place in time record where he has every every date that he recorded the songs and it's all chronological on there. And man, it's I just hope he does that every month. And uh, the guys from the Flukes and the Guile have three bands going right now. Well, actually four if you count Cloud Nothings, which Joe is in. They got a band called Chomp and a band called Spacer Ace that we played with up at Now That's Class a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago. I don't know, time passes. And uh, then another band called uh, Black Puddle Noise, who are playing here sometime soon. So everybody should watch out for the new, the new Hexers 45 that's coming out sometime in the near future, which is two versions of the same 60s song. Good old tune called The Hurtin' Kinds with uh, some, some great, great local cameos on it. Tootie Jackson from the Patsies and Action Family singing on it. Marcy Mays from Scrawl and Birds of Hair and... Night family is singing on it. It's going to be a hell of a 45 once we finally get it finished. I don't know if we're going to do that on Data Panic, but it's being recorded over at uh, what is, for all intents and purposes, Data Panic Studios, and we're having a great time with it. You're the hurting cat. 